Welcome to My Messy Lessons, the podcast. I hope this show will encourage you to know and love yourself more, inspire you to look at things differently, or maybe just say, oh, thank God, I thought I was the only one. As you join me in my journey through life, please don't take it as the truth. I might disagree with myself 10 episodes from now, so use my discoveries simply to spark your own, to learn, think, and grow in whatever direction that takes you. Today is episode 40, which means it's an interview, and as I mentioned in my last episode, my guest today is Marge. I've known Marge for quite a few years, and she is an incredibly warm, friendly, open person, and she sparkles wherever she goes. (laughs) She's in her early 70s. I forgot to ask her exactly how old she is, but she is like the most dynamic and energetic and fun 70-year-old that I've ever met. And I aspire to be like her when I'm her age. I just, she has this huge craving to learn and to grow at her age. And I feel like so many people give up more and more on life as they get older. And I feel like she's chosen the opposite of that. And I am blessed and honored to have her in my life. And so I am excited for her to share her wisdom of a lifetime with you today. So here's Marge. So tell me about a lesson that you've learned in your life that has really impacted the way you live your life. I've thought about this and I think that one of the things that really um, has impacted me and change the way maybe I think and do things. I used to worry so much about a lot of things and, you know, what people thought about me. Uh, So now I just, I don't really care now anymore what people think um, about me, how, you know, how I'm dressed or what I do, what I say. And it's very freeing. Mm -hmm. It's really nice to be able to just be me. And it's less, um, you know, when feeling that way about, you know, feeling that I had to be a certain way, it's exhausting. (laughs) And I just felt, why, why? It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter what other people think. I'm happy in my own skin now which I never used to be. Because when I was young, I was teased unmercifully because I was fat. And so I always had this, and I had three names that weren't mine uh, pertaining to my weight. And really, when I think about it, I wasn't that overweight. Mm -hmm. And so growing up, feeling like I was always fat and and teased and... um, it was, it's very demeaning, mm-hmm. you know. And so I decided I wouldn't be fat anymore, changed my lifestyle completely, and um, 
and now, like that I'm a lot older, I'm I'm so much happier. You know, I'm I'm I can say that I'm happy in my own skin, which I don't know if a lot of people can say that. Yeah. And you know, I just enjoy doing the things I do. I enjoy having nice people in my life and loving on them, yeah. which is important. Yes. And not really caring what others think or that's their issue, not mine. Yeah. And and coming to that has taken quite a while. Yeah. You know, because I really used to think, oh, I shouldn't do that. What will they think? Or I can't go there because, you know, what will what will they think about me? Or and now it's like, well, that's their problem, not mine. <laughs> I could do. Yeah. How did you get to that? Like were there experiences you had that you that made you see that it didn't matter what people thought, or was it just little by little or it was more of a gradual um thing i i think it was just working overseas was very humbling for me and when i was because i did my training in london in nursing and thought i was everything in a bag of chips you know and that was the only way that i did things and it was the right way. It was the only way, which was very, right. which was, <laughs> it's not really how it's supposed to be. And then working overseas, working with so many different uh, cultures, and they all had a slightly different way of doing something. Mm-hmm. I think, no, you can't do it like that. That's not how it's done. Mm-hmm. But it was how it was done. And it, it didn't make a difference as long as it didn't affect the patient or the care. Mm-hmm. And so slowly it was like I had to accept other people's way of doing things. And then I realized that I was I was probably one of those people that was very judgmental. Mm-hmm. And so I had to really think, and it was very humbling to work in an area like that with so many different people who had their own idea about doing things. Yeah. So from that point on, I just... Um, I just thought, I just accept other people's point of view and accept um, what they do and um, it doesn't affect, as long as it doesn't affect me in any way, mm-hmm. like, then what does it matter? Yeah. And I think we get so hung up on what what others think and do and, and we need to be free and be able to do what we want and as long as it's not hurting anybody else. Yeah. And, yeah, it was sort of a gradual thing. Yeah. How would you go about teaching someone right now, like teaching me, for example, how to not care about what people think? Or, like, how would you go about explaining why it doesn't matter what people think? Well, I I think if you say you were worried about what I would probably say to you, like, what does it matter? You have to think of it as their issue. And maybe they're very insecure. Maybe they would like to be more like you, and so they're a bit more critical of you. Mm-hmm. So just be happy in who you are. Yeah. Love who you are. Do you love yourself? Because yeah. a lot of us don't love ourselves. I didn't love myself a for a long time. Yes. I love myself now. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Um, I often think, you know, if somebody, 
if I feel like I'm starting to care what somebody thinks, say if I care what you think about me, for example, um, or if I, if I do something because of a, the way I think you're going to judge me, I always think, well, I see that person an hour a week, say, like I would see you an hour a week, mm -hmm. but I have to live with myself. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Exactly. So I better make this choice for myself because I have to live with it. That's right. Like constantly. And I would only have to deal with your criticism an hour a week. That's you know right. You know what I mean? Yes. So. But then what would it matter what I thought? Right. Like it doesn't exactly. matter compared to what I think. That's right. And compared to how I feel about it, it doesn't matter. So you have to make your own decision about how you're going to get over that. Yes. You know, is it going to bother you? Um, people are going to be critical no matter what. Yeah. I mean, I, I had an issue in my parkade the other day, <laughs> <laughs> which would have bothered me. Like the, the woman that parks, she has a big Jeep and um, I never really see her. And she pulled in just after me and I got out of my car because I'm, you know, my car is bigger now and I'm, I'm aware of how I'm parking, but I get out of my car and I wanted to make sure that I was in, within the lines because they're, you know, I mean, they're fairly, they're adequate. Yeah. And I said, oh, I'm just making sure that I park. She said, well, you always park on an angle. And she said, you, um, uh, and so it makes it very tight. Anyway, it doesn't really matter because I'm leaving in two weeks. And she stormed off. Oh. <laughs> and uh, I always make sure I am within the, the lines. Yeah. Uh, yeah, occasionally I do park on an angle. And normally that would have really bothered me because I felt that I would have upset her in some way. And I thought, shall I speak to her? Shall I? I thought, no, she's kind of unhappy today. So I'm sorry for her that she's feeling that way. And yeah. I'm sorry I've upset her. Yeah. I got on with my day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I think you have to come to the, if you're happy in your own skin, you're not going to be bothered about what other people think about you. Yeah. Yeah. And also if you're trying to please everybody and make sure nobody's judging you and everybody's okay with what you're doing, it's exhausting because you can never please everybody. No, you can't. Like you're going to be criticized, you know, one way and you're going to be criticized another way. That's like right. When I was going to church, I was criticized for being uh, really conservative and um, being, you know, church going and being approved or whatever. And now I'm not going to church and I'm being judged for not going to church. And, <laughs> you know, like, like there's no way of pleasing everybody. No, you can't. So it's just a matter of thinking it on your own. That's right. Because you have to live your life how you. Like as long as you're living a, a good life yeah. and the way that you want to live your life, yeah. whatever anybody else thinks about it, it's off in the wind. Yeah. It's none of their business for one thing. Yeah. And people like to, you know, try and change you or sway you into thinking differently about what you're doing. That's not what you want to do. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. And they, well, if it upsets them, it upsets them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to be a people pleaser. Mm. And because I was 
even when I was in school, I used to take sandwiches to the and, and give them to some other kids so that they'd like me and, and they'd be my friend. I, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> if you don't like me the way I am, then I guess, you know, we'll just... Because you can't be compatible with everybody. Yeah. You know, there are different... Totally. There are all different types of personalities and characters. And, you know, actually now I find that quite interesting because I like to talk to different people mm-hmm. who are different, yeah. you know, like that have different ideas and you can learn from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's ironic because I think a lot of times, well, I know for me when I, I'm still a recovering people pleaser, but when I was really in my people pleasing mode, a lot of it was to be accepted and mm-hmm. to be approved of mm-hmm. because that made me feel safe mm-hmm. or secure in a way. But deep down, it actually made me feel less secure because I knew that they liked me for who I wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, they liked the mask that I put on. Exactly. But they didn't actually love me for me because they didn't know me for me. Mm-hmm. So it appears to make you feel more secure. It appears that you belong. But in reality, you know, it's actually less stable and exactly. less secure than just being yourself and finding people that accept you for you. Exactly. And I think uh, it's a question of being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult for us to be vulnerable. Yes. Because you open yourself up. Yeah. And um, I think that's one of the things that was difficult for me, hmm. you know, a long time ago. And gradually um, I came to realize I'm just me and I am vulnerable. You know, I put myself out there and it's okay. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm content. I'm very content, Mm -hmm. which is a nice feeling. It is. It is. It's beautiful. Mm Mm-hmm. You mentioned that um, like you really stop caring what people think when you love yourself. And that reminds me about what Brene Brown says about belonging to yourself. Because if you belong to yourself and you love yourself, then you have that security and you don't need to hustle for it. You don't need to mm-hmm. pretend like you're somebody you're not to get it because you're giving it to yourself. Mm-hmm. How did you love yourself? Like, what was that journey like? It was, it's pretty tough to um, shed that shell of trying to be somebody you're not. As I said to you before, it's exhausting to try and be what you're not because somebody will catch you out. Eventually, mm-hmm. you'll get caught out. Mm-hmm. And I think that just shedding that and not being afraid to show who you really are and being that vulnerable, that's that's the tough part. And I think just through reading books and, and doing different courses, it's I've been much more aware of who I am. I mean, I think I'm wondering if we ever really know who we are. Yeah. I'm still on that journey, 
I'm doing some soul work right now, which mm-hmm. is very interesting. Yeah. And <clears throat> I've had many of my questions answered about about my own life. And um, I think it gives a certain amount of peace. And I think just trying to learn and, and read and, and being more aware. That's Does that answer the question or yeah, not? Yeah, so like learning more about yourself and discovering yourself and who you are has helped you to love yourself. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And I'm not as fearful. I think fear holds us back to it's a big one. It was a big one for me. Um, we're always fearful of, again, going back to that, you know, criticism of others, you know, what are they going to think? What are they going to do? You know, and I, I don't really have that fear anymore. I'm, I wouldn't speak. I was always fearful to answer questions in, in class because I would get punished basically. So that having to overcome that as well, um, has been, quite enlightening Hmm. and that's just through going to um, different courses and being expected to to get up and say something you know which was very very I was very fearful of doing that and used to get all hot and bothered and it's becoming much easier now yeah so I know that I'm coming into my own (laughs) as it were (laughs) yeah um yeah I think my experience so far with that fear and what helped what it was a shifting point for me was when I realized I was more afraid to live a life that wasn't authentic than to live a life that others disapproved of mm-hmm. um, my girlfriend just sent me a message last night and she quoted something I can't remember who it was so I'll put it in my show notes but it said something like the risk it took to stay in a bud was more than the risk it took to blossom. And so it blossomed. Great. Yeah. It's kind of one fear overrides the other. Don't you think we all bloom at different points in our lives? We do. And in different ways, too. Mm-hmm. Did having kids help you to love yourself more? I never felt that I was the greatest parent, but I've learned, actually, I've learned a lot from my kids now. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really, I don't think I really changed that much during having kids because it was such a rat race, always trying to get things <sighs> right. done. I mean, I never really had time to think about myself. Yeah. And having two of them and still working full time. So it was always, you know, going here, going there, taking them here, taking them there. Yeah. for different things, piano lessons, writing lessons, whatever it was they were doing. So it's only in the latter years of my life that I've really um, been more introspective about me, who I am, who... Um, and so I'm sort of really learning about myself now, which is great. It would have been really interesting to have known you, you know, years ago, because I've only known you as this, like, vibrant woman who is, you know, always wanting to learn and grow and excited about doing new things and like so alive within yourself. Thank you. And so 
it's interesting to hear about your life before you were kind of this person and it's nice to know that that can be developed or like it can I think it's a choice I honestly think it's a choice to 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 be as you say like to want to be interested in learning and being yeah I mean I'm I'm a happy person Mm -hmm. and when my sister was here a couple of weeks ago we both said you know I think we've done quite well because we we came through such a dysfunctional um family life and um I even though she's still quite angry I said to her a long time ago what's the point you're only harming yourself by being so angry Mm -hmm. um and it's a choice I chose to to come out of that and make the best of my life the best I could yeah even though it's had its severe ups and downs Mm -hmm. um I don't know if I would change very much maybe have a happier marriage that would have been great and having somebody more supportive but um through I've had some wonderful experiences mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of um a lot of people when they reach a certain age they think oh I'm old and you know it's time to sit in the chair and not do anything yeah. <laughs> how are you not like that <laughs> I don't want to be like that it's a choice you know, mm-hmm. because there's so much, life is very short and there's so much to see and, and live for. And I enjoy being around people. I enjoy doing things. There's more things that I want to do. And I want to, mm-hmm. I want to go dancing again <laughs> and do things like that. And I, I would get very bored just sitting at home, not doing anything. Yeah. I don't want to have an adult mind. <laughs> And you have to keep, you know, you have to keep moving. You have to keep doing things and just enjoying. And but why would some people choose that? Like it seems obvious that what you're choosing is far, you know, better and more fulfilling. Why would people? Do you think? Why do you think people choose to sit in a chair and watch TV until they die? They have no ambition. Maybe they don't love themselves. Maybe they've, maybe they've given up on life Mm -hmm. because they think they've reached this certain point in their life and what's the use and, you know, I, I don't work anymore. I don't feel valued anymore. And it's funny because when we're working, we have a label. Mm -hmm. I'm a teacher. I'm a lawyer. I'm a nurse. I'm a massage therapist. And when you don't do that anymore, you suddenly, well, from my, you know, like when I took that tag off, it was like, oh, who am I? Yeah. Because you're known for what you do yeah. or you're known for who you're married to. Right. So, but no, I'm me. Mm-hmm. So who am I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think a lot of people lose their sense of contribution to society and that's yeah. when they give up. Mm-hmm. Like instead of finding a new way to contribute, they just... I don't know, they just... I think they lose their sense of purpose. Yeah, totally. I found it a little bit difficult when I did retire um, because suddenly I felt, oh, what, you know, now what? What am I going to do? 
and it's finding a new purpose. Hmm. Cool. Um, well, can you think of anything else you want to say on the subject of loving yourself and not caring what people think? Just live your life and be happy. We don't know how long we're going to be here for. Just love each day and don't worry about tomorrow. Really, that's what it comes down to. I think trying to be be free within yourself without the complications of what others are thinking or doing. Or Being free within yourself is the hardest. It is hard. It's even harder than being free of what other people think of you. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're dealing with your own... I don't know. You're dealing with yourself, your inner workings, all your own shit. Yes. Uh, Instead of just what other people think of you too. So that's a whole other Mm -hmm. level is to be free within yourself. Exactly. And having to get rid of some of the things that have kept me small. Um. And, you know, fear is one of the big ones that, that has kept me small. Uh, and fear is really, it's not even, what can I say, it's not a tangible thing. Mm-hmm. It's an emotion that we've put on ourselves. Do you think sometimes we as- underestimate what we can deal with? Yeah, I do. Like Absolutely. Like, oh, if we do this... My mom will be so mad with me. Well, we can handle that. Mm -hmm. Like, we just, like, we let that stop us, but really we can handle those kind of things. Absolutely. I think that you, if you feel that you have to want to do something, why can't you do it? How do you know if something is keeping you small? Like, how do you, how do you see that? Like... Yeah, you were saying that, like, fear keeps us small. Well, I think it can. How do, you, how do you see that? You know, if you're so used to, like, being in a cage or you're so used to being small, how do you see that you're being small? Only if you want to get out of that cage and do something bigger. So you see where you're being small by seeing where you want to be and who you want to be? I think what happens, like, we get into a routine in life, right? And um, it's easy. You know, we have our daily things that we do, and we're good at what we do in job-wise, um, relationship-wise. Mm-hmm. And maybe there, something comes along that you think, oh, I'd really like to do that. And because everything has been quite easy now... We have to come out of that box and pursue what it is you want to, to us, you know, to, to gain. And it might be very difficult. You might, you might have yeah. to, you know, it's like starting another business. Think of all the work that you have to do to start another business yeah. and how it takes you out of the norm into that unknown. And then it becomes fearful. And I think, a lot of people can't handle that. Right. And so you just go back to what's comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
comfortable can keep us small. Exactly. Easily. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's easy to get into a routine in life mm -hmm. and not, you know, if somebody expects something of you that you're not comfortable doing and yet you, you need to do it, that can take you out of your comfort zone. And then when you've accomplished it, don't you think how much better you'd feel about yourself? Yeah. You know, how wonderful you'd think, oh, I did it, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then you could maybe do something, you wouldn't be fearful of trying other things. Yeah. Once you've done, once you've jumped that one hoop. Yeah. It becomes easier, I think, then to. That's true, I agree. Jump other hoops. The first hoop is the hardest. It is. Yeah. Even if you, like, I remember um, emigrating to Canada, how fearful it was for me because I had to travel here on my own. And um, uh, I, you know, so... And then, of course, there was a big mix-up when I arrived. Air Canada went on strike and I had to find a, a train or something to get to where I needed to go. I had no phone numbers of my husband I didn't I had no contacts we had no cell phones at that point right. this is a long time ago so I just hopped in a cab um, went to the train station and got on a train and hoped it was going in the right direction <laughs> I mean, it was a it was very daunting yeah you know so having done that and then you know when I went to the Middle East that was that was also very fearful. But you, you know, as you gradually able, you, you know that you can do it and you survived it. Yeah. You could do it again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I love that saying, if I can do this, I can do anything. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's very true because you can say, you can say that about anything in your life. Mm -hmm. um, once you've done one hard thing, you can do anything, really, because it's the same process, right? It's like getting over your fear, taking the first step, taking the second step. Exactly. And you just keep going. Yeah. You do it even though it's scary, even though it's daunting, like you mm -hmm. said. And so really, I don't know. I just, that saying kind of gives me courage, you know? If I can do this. That's right. I can do anything. You can. Yeah. And you will. Mm -hmm. Courage is a big thing too, you know. Yeah, ha having that. But sometimes we're forced into having to do things, and <laughs> we're forced to have courage. <laughs> so it it comes about, and so over time, you know. I mean, I've lived a long time, so <laughs> I want to live a little longer. Yeah, me too. I want you to live longer. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there are still things that. Um, yeah, I'd like to like to do. So I'd like to do obviously a lot more traveling. Is there something that you are afraid of right now that you're working on overcoming or excited to move through or something that you're moving through? Um, or are you like pretty much fearless? <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm completely fearless <laughs> I have to be honest 
Um, I don't know if anybody ever no, is completely I, fearless. No. <laughs> um, I doubt it. I've never really done any, um, um, you know, speaking. Um, public speaking. Public speaking. Except for this podcast. Except for this. <laughs> and it's very nerve-wracking. But um, I think that at this point... I might be able to do that. Mm-hmm. I should say, I would be able to do that. Yes. And um, it would take a lot of courage, and I would be overcoming a lot of the fears around that. Yeah. And yet, really, um, I think about it, and what is there to be afraid of? Again, it comes back to, will they like what I'm saying? Or will, So then right. it comes back to, being criticized but then everybody every speaker is criticized so yes i would just i would just get up and and do my thing at this point in the interview we talked about a little bit of other things and then i asked her if there was any final advice that she would want to give my listeners it's too much to do (laughs) (laughs) too much to do too much to see yeah too much fun to be had Mm -hmm. hey life's about fun life's about fun it's about having fun enjoy the journey I don't think very many people have that (laughs) belief but it is when you think about it we're not here for very long we might as well make the most of it let's all have fun exactly (laughs) I love it there are sad times obviously but you know for the most part have to be light about it and just have fun. Mm. Thank you for being on my podcast and thank you for inviting me. Sharing your wisdom with my I hope it was what you wanted. It's perfect. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I love you. I love you too. This is Phoebe. Thank you for listening to My Messy Lessons. If you'd like to continue this discussion, visit my Facebook group called My Messy Lessons, The Community, and ask to be accepted into it. I would love to hear about your experiences or questions on these subjects. If you like this podcast and want to get each episode as it comes out, remember to hit the subscribe button on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. If you have questions, comments, or would like to access the show notes, please visit my website at www.mymessy.com. The intro and closing music is Never Back Down by Floor Broad. See you next week. And remember, we're all messy. That's what makes us beautiful. <laughs>